It's episode 124 of the Keto for Women show. You're listening to the Keto for Women show. This podcast provides the tools you need to create your own expression of a healthy ketogenic lifestyle so you can stop obsessing and start living. I'm your host and nutritionist, Sean Miner. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back. Thanks, as always, for joining me on this episode of Keto for Women. Today, well, it was supposed to be a keto hot seat episode with all of your questions about a specific topic. And it's not going to be, and I'll explain why in a little bit. But first, let me get through just a few quick announcements. Obviously, the big major one of the next forever, (laughs) I guess, is the new podcast, the Unstuck Podcast, a show I started out of a need for more women to learn more about their mindsets and what they're bringing into their lives and health and body and everything and how that's impacting in a good or bad way how your life pans out for you and how your health pans out for you and what it all looks like. I just am so excited. It's been less than a week as of the recording of this episode. The podcast has officially been out. The new podcast, Unstuck, has been officially out for, I think, four or five days. And I've already made it to the top 50 of all education podcasts, which is amazing. And just in the first few weeks of a podcast coming to be, it is so incredibly important to get on those rankings and those lists. It basically is what determines whether your podcast makes it or not, to be totally honest. So this is really, really good. And it's all because of you. I have never felt so much love and support in my life. You guys have been absolutely amazing. You've been sharing it with your friends and your Instagram followings. You've been giving me five-star reviews on the new show. You've been sending me messages, letting me know how much it's already helping you and how great of a time this is coming into your life. And it means the world to me. I can't even, there are no words to explain how much this means to me, how much love I feel, how important this all is to the work that I'm trying to do here and the change that I'm trying to make in your life. So Thank you all so much. And if you haven't yet tuned in, cool, no big deal. It's still out there for you. I would love it if you could do so in the next couple of weeks. That would be really important and mean so much to me if you can try it out. The first two episodes are available. Well, when you're listening to us, the next three episodes will be available to you. So go ahead and download those, give them a listen. They're short and sweet and to the point. They're no frills, not super woo-woo. I give you the practical tips that you can take whether you believe in the woo-woo or not. So that's really great and something that's really important for me to do in every single episode. Give you a little woo-woo, but then give you the practical stuff too, because that's how I approach it in my everyday life as well. 
But yeah, they're like less than 30 minutes, super quick, super easy, because I want you out there doing the work, seeing the changes that happen when you get out and enjoy your life instead of trying to make it through yet another long podcast episode. And if you aren't thinking that this is something that you're interested in to learn more about your mindset and your thoughts and emotions and beliefs and actions and how all of that plays together to determine what happens in your life, totally cool. That's fine. But I do have an ask for you. Will you please give me six episodes? That's all I'm asking. Six episodes. It's going to be like five hours of your whole entire life. Just tune in for the next six episodes. You already have three out right now. If you're listening to this remotely close to when it airs, if not, you might have like 30 or 100 or 300 that you could potentially listen to, but just give me six before you determine that yes, this is something I'm interested in or no, this is definitely not something I'm interested in. Because I feel like there would be some people who are more into like, I just want to listen to the keto podcast or the diet podcast, the health podcast. I want to take in all of that education and information, which is super important. And yes, I really, really strongly believe that you should do that. And I also think that you should be taking the supplements that you need, that you should be doing the tests that you need and finding out all of that information physically for your physical health, but you're not looking at all of it. And I really want you to hopefully feel like it's time now to look at another piece of the puzzle. So while you're doing all those things, can you add in yet another piece of the puzzle that may just actually clear up some things and it may actually get you what you want? which is what you're striving for right now, right? Whether you want to lose weight, you want to get healthy, you want to be able to hike again, you want to be able to have a better sex life, you want to be able to find a partner, like all the things, everything. There is a reason behind you doing what you're doing right now. And perhaps you aren't quite looking at every aspect that you could or should at the moment. So that's why I just really would love it If you could please give me six, six episodes of the Unstuck podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. You're obviously listening somewhere right now to the Keto for Women show. Just search Unstuck podcast. You'll find it. You'll find me and just subscribe for six episodes and then you can go if it's definitely not something you want. But I have a feeling if I can pop in once a week and just give you a small dose of something positive, something for you to think about, something for you to add into your life, I think it would do you a lot of good. All right, I'll stop there because obviously I could talk about this forever, but that's not why we're here today, but I do just have that request. It's just a little baby request. All right, next very quick announcement, Empower Intensive, my monthly coaching call series. The next call is coming up in less than two weeks, so get on this for sure right now if you know that this is something that you're interested in. The topic is self-sabotage. Yes, this is not coincidence that it is coming right now, right before the holiday season when a lot of us have this sabotage type mindset around the holidays. Let's just go ahead and squash that before we even it even becomes an issue. And that's what we're going to do Thursday, November 7th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. 
you can listen to the recording if you can't make it live. But if you are live, we will have interaction. We will have times for questions. I will be asking for feedback. It's all via text, so you won't actually be on camera. No need. I think a lot of people get nervous about that. I'll be on camera, but you will not be. But you will still have a lot of interaction with me, and we can really get to the bottom of some things. But I really love this topic because this applies, you know, we're talking here, keto for women. So we're talking about diet, nutrition, health. It applies to health in a very massive way. I see people almost every day who are sabotaging their efforts to get healthier, to eat better, exercise, all of those things that we do for our health. But then also we do it in relationships. We do it in careers and with money. It's just everywhere. Self-sabotage is everywhere. So we will be applying this to all areas of our life, not just with diet when we have this Empower Intensive live coaching call. So no matter what part of your life you find that you can't ever make it to your goal or you can't ever get further down the road to what you want because you keep standing in your own way, there's a reason for that. There is a very distinct reason for that that you do not know right now. It is not in your frame of reference right now, but we're going to bring it up, bring it to light, make you understand, make you realize what's really going on there that, by the way, isn't your fault. And then we can work with that, work around that to make it so that this doesn't keep going. The cycle stops now and you can get what you want. So that's going on again, Thursday, November 7th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, which is obviously different for everyone if you're going to attend live, but you can also get the recording of that as long as you enroll with this class. So you can head to seanminer.com slash empower, and we will put that in the show notes, seanminer.com slash empower to grab your seat for that class. It's an hour and a half of your day. You'll get homework for the whole month. You'll be able to follow along. You'll get the slide deck. You'll get the notes. You'll get everything. So you can follow along and then do the homework for a whole month. Yay. And book club, of course. You can read read a good book about it too. All right. So that's coming up pretty darn quick. So make sure you grab your seat ASAP. All right. Let's get into the show here. So as I said, this is supposed to be a keto hot seat Q&A episode. Kristen is supposed to be here with me asking questions so that I can answer and she can kind of chime in. But I asked for questions for a few different topics. One was mindset and one was intuitive eating. And all the questions I got, I just feel like there are bigger things that need to be answered that will then make those questions not a question. So basically there's overarching themes to all of the questions that you guys have that really all have the same answer. And then once you have that down, questions just don't exist, right? So instead of me going through all the questions and basically having the same answer for every question, I'm just going to break this up. There are two different topics I want to talk about. And we're specifically talking in the realm of intuitive eating, connecting with your body, listening to your intuition versus your ego, all those things we've been talking about quite a bit here lately on the Keto for Women show. But there's still two things that I haven't really talked about, I don't think, enough here on the show. They're keeping you from truly experiencing the beauty and the trust that 
following your intuition brings. I think we're still lacking in some areas to where we can't actually do that yet, a lot of us. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to tackle number one, the first topic today. This is going to be a two-parter. And then the second topic will be next week. And again, this is all about kind of intuitive eating, trusting your intuition, that kind of thing. The first thing is we have to look at, and the title here is why intuitive eating won't work. The first reason is because we are still missing a gigantic piece to the puzzle, which is not talked about nearly enough, in my opinion, when it comes to intuitive eating and and how to approach it and the steps to take to incorporate it into your life. We're not talking about this nearly enough, which is why did you stop eating intuitively in the first place? You cannot turn on, you can't just turn on this intuitive eating switch when you haven't yet done the digging, done the work to find out why it's gone in the first place. Because I think we all know, we all can agree that when we were born, we were intuitive eaters, we were intuitive eaters. And you see this probably in your kids now, they are very much intuitive with their food. And then somewhere along the way, and maybe you can think back to your own story, or you can see this in some of your older kids now, you can see where they kind of fell off and where they did start paying more attention to what the media is saying or what their friends are doing or what you as your parents are doing and saying, which is obviously huge. They started paying attention to that, or you did back in your own past, And that was when your sense of intuition with your body, your hunger, your fullness, what sounds good, what feels good, that's when it all stopped. And we have almost like this hard line where it's like all of a sudden you stop paying attention to anything that your body was saying and started paying attention to what your friends were doing or what the magazine said your diet should be or what your family was doing and and not doing. And that was when we lost our sense of intuition, especially around food. So once you made that decision, which was not even a conscious decision, it was just what happened in your existence. But once you did that, you decided to trust someone or something else rather than your own body. And then that trust in something else versus trust in yourself, that becomes stored in your subconscious mind. And we're going to talk a lot about subconscious mind over on the Unstuck podcast quite a bit over the next few months, probably forever too, because it's really important to understanding all this. But even in the next five, six episodes, you'll get a whole dose of this. But When you store something in your subconscious mind, and that all comes about either through childhood experiences, which is for a lot of us, when we kind of lost that sense of intuition, and we started following along with and trusting someone else besides ourselves. So if it's something that happens through childhood, then that's stored for years and years and years in your subconscious mind, or it can be through repetition, like we just heard over and over and over again, that calories in versus calories out, fat makes you fat, all these things that, you know, now we're trying to undo the damage of these harmful and just downright plain wrong statements that we took in as true and stored in our subconscious mind. And that's the thing about the subconscious mind. It believes 
everything is 100% true factual information and then puts everything in your environment, every single thing you think, you react to, you act on will be in congruence with that stored belief because your subconscious mind believes that to be true and will make your whole reality about that thing that it thinks is true, even if it's actually not. So then that means we don't have a chance. We have no chance of being able to change how we think, how we react, how we act, our emotions around things until we have, first of all, figured out what we have stored away in our subconscious minds and then working to change that stored belief to one that encourages your intuition, encourages trusting yourself versus something else or someone else. We have to do the work to kind of reconfigure, I guess, the stored belief that you have. And this is where things get hard. And this is where I see a lot of women get tripped up because they want to be intuitive with their food. They want to know what their hunger and fullness feels like and not have to count carbs, not have to count calories, be able to see a treat as just food instead of like this dessert I shouldn't be having and why am I craving this? And, you know, just all the things that we put ourselves through. And I'm kind of going through the list of questions that I got from you all about intuitive eating and even just about having a diet mindset and all that stuff. And they all come back to this work that hasn't been done. And you're just going to constantly be up against a wall. You're going to try to not diet. You're going to try to see food as just food. You're going to try to listen to your body and figure out what it's telling you it wants and would feel really good. You're going to try to not count calories and carbs, but it's not going to happen because you still have that stored belief in your subconscious mind tucked way, way back there, probably for years. And your mind, your conscious mind is being dictated by that stored belief. So everything that you do think, whether you really want to do or think that or not, you're not really in all that much control here until you do that work. This episode of the Keto for Women show is proudly sponsored by Everly Well. As you may remember, a few weeks ago, I discovered Everly Well, the amazing at-home wellness test that helps you better understand your health. I received my Everly Well at-home lab test to check out my heart health. And a few days ago, I received the results and I am happy to report that my cholesterol, HbA1c, and triglycerides are all right where I want them to be, even as I have transitioned out of a keto diet and I'm now eating intuitively. I had a pretty good feeling that would be the case, but it's always nice to know for sure, which is why I love these tests. The Everly Well platform was incredibly easy to use when I did get my results. I just got an email, checked in. They had it all laid out very nicely. It was so informative on what the results actually mean, and it even gives you the opportunity to speak with a health practitioner if you do have any questions about your results or want to go over them in detail. I was so beyond pleased and so pleasantly surprised with the entire process. You don't have to go anywhere to get your blood tested, which is just fabulous news in my opinion. 
Everlywell offers more than 30 different at-home lab tests from fertility to thyroid and heart health. Each Everlywell test comes with super easy to follow instructions. Every test is physician reviewed and the shipping is all free. Your results come from certified labs and they are sent directly to your mobile device so you can easily view and share them with your healthcare practitioner. Your results are personalized and easy to understand so you know exactly what they mean for you. And for me, it was a great way to just check in with my body, with my health, with what's going on. It's really something I like to do at least once a year, and I highly recommend Everly Well for those check-ins. To better understand your health, check out Everly Well today. For 15% off an Everly Well at-home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash keto for women and enter code keto for women. That's everlywell.com slash keto for women, code keto for women for 15% off your test. Everly Well at-home lab test, your answers, your way. Okay, so this is what we have to do first. What do you believe about your diet, your body, your eating habits? What diets you should and shouldn't do? What foods are good and bad? How weight loss should and shouldn't work? How calories in versus calories out should or shouldn't work? These are all really important questions that you have to start asking yourself specifically when it comes to your diet mindset and see what comes up. You've got to do that. You've got to dig. You've got to do some digging. And this is what we did together in the Empower Intensive call about diet ego. And if you weren't there or you were there and you haven't yet done the work, now is the time. You can go to seanminer.com slash empower and get the replay of that call. Again, this is about diet ego and how to get rid of that so you can actually listen to your body. But you have to go through this process. And if you want a step-by-step guide and you want more of the background as to why you have to do this, then head there. But no matter what, now is the time for you to uncover your answers to these questions that you have. Find out what's really going on, what's really been stored there in your subconscious mind. Get to the bottom of your beliefs around food and diet and body and your health and all that stuff. Weight loss, weight gain. Get to the bottom of all of it. And like I said, it's not easy. It is not always an easy process. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of thinking. It takes quiet time, self-care time. It takes going into your zone and really thinking about your life and your thoughts and your beliefs and how this all happened and when did it start? What did it sound like? How did it feel? You have to go through all of it. So like I said, the very first step, and these will just be kind of some lead-in questions to get you started, but if you want more help, I have the ability to help you further. This is just a start. Take the time to check in on your answers to these questions. What do you believe about your diet? What do you believe about your body? What do you believe about eating habits? What do you think about dieting and what should and shouldn't work for a diet when you're on a diet? What about weight loss? What do you think happens or how does weight loss happen and how doesn't it happen? Just start really digging into some of these questions. Again, if you want more assistance with that, I'm happy to help you. But from there, you then have to do the work 
to recognize that they aren't true. Because remember, your subconscious mind thinks that everything stored in it is true. It doesn't know, oh, now there's been new research coming out that shows that calories in versus calories out actually isn't a thing. So no matter how many times you hear that, until you train or reprogram your subconscious mind to believe something new is true, then all of that talk is just going to bounce right off of you. Okay, so now we know what we think about our body and our diet and health and weight loss and weight gain. We've done all that work to really figure it out. Then you go back through, read what you wrote. And and by the way, I didn't say this before, but I'm assuming that when you're answering these questions, you're writing it down. This is a journaling situation. You need to be writing down the answers to these questions. You can't just think them because you won't remember and that doesn't work. So we're writing down our answers to these questions. Then you're going back through and reading through them and reading what you wrote and then really asking yourself, is this true? Do I know for a fact that this is true? And a lot of times, no, you don't know for a fact that that's true or even just, you know, without even looking that it's not true, but yet you're still believing that because you haven't done the work to change or reprogram that thought. So now we recognize they are not true, which means then we have the opportunity as step three to retrain your subconscious mind to believe what is actually true. And what's actually true, this is really the case for pretty much everybody. So this is great. We all have the same thing that's true is that you trust that your body knows what is best for you. That's what we want to program into our subconscious mind from now till forever is that you trust your body to guide you towards what is best for you in every single moment of every single day. So that is what we want to reprogram our subconscious mind to know is true. Again, you trust that your body knows what is best for you. So now how do we let our subconscious mind know that this is in fact true, that we do in fact trust ourselves and our intuition to guide us in every moment? Well, a couple ways. First thing, through actions. Your actions will instill that belief into your subconscious mind, which means you need to act as though you trust your intuition. So you have to do the work to begin that process. The second way would be to look for others who are trusting of their intuition and just absorb that, I guess. So we want to look at someone that you trust or like some sort of authority figure, I guess, in your life, and that they also use their intuition and use that as a teaching mechanism and absorb what they do, how they act, how they speak, what it looks like, just really take that in. And the third piece to this is also through repetition. So not only you, this really should be like your mantra, like I trust that my intuition will guide me in every point of my life. That is something that you repeat over and over and over and over again. You write it down, you say it out loud, you say it to yourself in the mirror, you say it while you're trying to find what is to eat for your next meal. You're saying it all the time, repetition. So it becomes like a mantra. And 
you're believing it. You're not just saying the words, you're feeling that emotion that happens when you do say those words. Like when I say it, I trust that my intuition will guide me in every point of my life. When I say that, I feel relieved. I feel so much relief. I feel lighter. I feel excited and just joyful that I don't have to worry about anything because my intuition is going to guide me. That's really nice. So you have to feel that feeling too, instead while you're also, you know, saying it as much as you possibly can. So that's the third step. And not only are you repeating it, but you're also looking for other places where you see it. So you have kind of that one person that you trust, they're a trusted figure in your life that's doing that kind of work. So you have that person, but then maybe you're also starting to spot it in other areas of your life. Maybe someone you follow on Instagram or someone else in your life, one of your friends, a family member, you see what they do too. So you're getting the repetition also by way of how other people live. And so that just then provides more ammunition to what is actually true and that you are seeing it at work in other people's lives, which are part of your existence as well. All right, so that's how we get involved in changing or reconfiguring our subconscious mind. I want to give you some examples now because I think a lot of you are like, cool, Sean, that sounds great, but that's kind of a lot of work and I am a little bit lost. I get it. And this is why I'm going to have a whole podcast. Like every episode is kind of about this type of stuff. Again, The Unstuck Podcast, give me six episodes, change your mind. Let me give some examples. Here's a big one. Your current belief, if I eat too many calories, I'll gain weight. I think a lot of us could have that stored belief, even if we're trying to not believe it, even if we've started seeing a lot of people talk about that not being true, still stuck in there. And I think this is a great place for you to really see your subconscious at work because you know that calories in versus calories out isn't a thing, isn't actually what makes you lose or gain weight in and of itself, but you can't quite shake it. It's still back in your mind when you see this highly caloric dish you're about to eat and you think twice about how many bites you should have. I get it. And now you should get it too, because now you know that that is a stored belief that your mind thinks is true, and you haven't done the work to undo that whole system. Okay, so if I eat too many calories, I'll gain weight. Where did this belief come from? Ask yourself that. Write it down. Why do I think this? Write it down. How was I exposed to this? Write it down. So here are some examples. Where did this belief come from? Oh, well, back when I was growing up, my mom was on a diet and she always made sure to only eat 1,200 calories. And then I read a magazine, you know, a Cosmopolitan magazine that said you should only eat 1,200 calories. And I believed it. And that is a very real thing. That's pretty much my story. (laughs) That's a very real thing. And you just, constantly got that information through all of the 90s, if you're like me, or back even in the 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way up till now, basically, you kept getting that same message. And 
because it was your mom who you trust and believe what she does is correct. It's your mom. Plus, you repeatedly heard the same information, then there's no other way except to believe it to be true and to store that in your subconscious mind as true. And that's exactly what happens in all areas of our life. But we're specifically talking about calories right now, so we'll stick with that. Next question, why do you think this? Well, because my mom, she was on a diet and she said that if she eats 1,200 calories, she lost 10 pounds. I've seen other people, lots of stories on the news about people who ate 1,200 calories and then lost 100 pounds. So I know now, or my subconscious mind knows now, that when you eat 1,200 calories, you lose weight. I'm able to make that connection. Okay, so that would be why you think this. And then how was I exposed to this? Well, I could see that my friends and my family and all the people around me that were counting calories, they were losing weight. And then I tried it and I made sure to only eat 1,200 calories and then I lost weight. And yes, I gained it back and then I gained more and more and more, but still, I lost weight when I cut calories. Before we go any further, let's hear a bit about this episode's sponsor, Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is a beauty brand and philosophy that goes beyond skin deep by empowering women. Thrive Cosmetics creates high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free formulas without the use of parabens or sulfates. Their amazing products highlight your best features and are created for long-lasting wear. And for every product you purchase, they donate to help women thrive. Thrive Cosmetics is a movement that anyone can join. I've been using Thrive Cosmetics for a few months now and I'm absolutely loving them. For me, the most important thing when it comes to my makeup bag is a good mascara. And Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara passes that test with flying colors. It adds the perfect amount of thickness and length without being clumpy or flaking off or having raccoon eyes by the end of the day. It is awesome. And the best part about this amazing brand, for every product you purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women who are in need. Those causes include emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and fighting cancer. Leaping Bunny and PETA, the leading authorities on cruelty-free cosmetics, have certified Thrive Cosmetics as completely vegan and cruelty-free. You can auto-replenish your products so you'll never run out of your favorites or essentials like that amazing liquid lash extensions mascara I was telling you about or their Buildable Blur CC Cream, which is also fantastic. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash keto, the number four women, and enter code keto, the number four women for 15% off your first purchase. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash keto, the number four women, and enter code keto for women for 15% off. Thrivecosmetics.com slash keto for women. So again, beliefs being stored as fact. You can see now how with all of that information, your mind would believe that to be true and it would store that forever to be true because of all of that information. 
And now you can also see that no matter what you do, with this belief still intact, you will not get out of the diet mentality. You'll not be able to listen to your body. You will not be able to eat intuitively. It will not work for you because you still think if I eat too many calories, I'll gain weight. And with that, you won't be able to eat intuitively. All right, so now let's take this example and see how we could back our way out of that subconscious belief and start over again. As I said, through repetition, experience, and a person of authority, those three paths to changing your beliefs. Number one, research. So you can look at all the people who have ever explained why calories in versus calories out isn't a thing for weight loss, why it doesn't actually work. Gather all of the information. Look at blog posts from people that you trust, from doctors you've heard of, or or listen to podcasts. This one is a great one to start, and all the times I have said that, start getting all of that information. Compile all of it. Put it all in a place. Like Save it all in a folder on your computer so you can go back and re-look at that if you find that belief hasn't quite loosened up yet. Number two, you can write out in your own words why you originally thought it to be true and why it isn't actually true. So you went through all those questions of where it came from. So now you know why it's true and you can kind of look at that, how, yes, I see now through all of this input why I would think this to be true, but now I know why it isn't actually true and here are the reasons. And you can pull from what you learned from the authorities that you were able to look at. You can find kind of what really sticks out for you, I guess, as the reason behind why it's not actually true. And write that stuff out in your own words. So you're creating your own new belief by writing it out in your own words instead of, you know, just looking at what someone else has said or written. You're writing it in your own words. And then number three, like I mentioned, write out what you want. Write out what you actually want to believe. I trust that I will eat exactly what my body needs in each moment. My intuition will guide me towards that. You know, all the stuff we talked about, what is actually true is that you will trust your body. Your body will guide you to what it needs. Your intuition can take over. Write it out, say it aloud, look at yourself. Like I said earlier, this becomes your new mantra, especially every time you eat or every time that you see something else come in that would, I guess, feed your original subconscious belief. Every time you hear something about calories or see something about calories, anything like that, you go back to that mantra. Remember, it takes repetition. It takes that it's coming from a trusted source. And it takes just understanding, just even seeing what was there and that it wasn't actually true. We're debunking your belief system right now and putting in what is actually the truth, which no matter what, yes, your intuition will always guide you. That is a true statement, but not if we haven't done the work to allow that to happen, which a lot of us haven't. Let me give you some other examples of 
I'm not going to go through the whole process because I think you guys can do this on your own now, but just some other examples of what your subconscious mind could still believe is true that is keeping you from being able to eat intuitively no matter how hard you try. For instance, I need to lose weight. You wouldn't necessarily think that that is something keeping you from being able to use your intuition, but it is because then you're going to go towards what other people are telling you makes you lose weight instead of remembering and reminding yourself and knowing and trusting (laughs) that your intuition will guide you towards what your body needs no matter what. So that works for that too. Here's another example. Something's wrong with me if I have cravings for sweets. And this was something, this was a question I got for the keto hot seat episode about intuitive eating was like, how do I not crave sweets? Why am I still craving sweets after dinner when I'm not even hungry? It still leads you to not be able to eat intuitively because again, you're not trusting your intuition and you probably in your subconscious mind now hold the belief that sweets are bad, carbs are bad, cravings are bad, I'm bad if I have any of those cravings, you have that stored now too. And so that is keeping you from being able to use your intuition to determine, do I actually want a sweet treat? Do I want something else that I'm just thinking this treat would actually provide when it won't? What am I hungry for? Maybe I actually do want a sweet treat cool, I'm going to have a sweet treat. (laughs) You know, it's just, we can get rid of all of that and just understand cravings a lot better and what our body is trying to tell us and not feel bad about having cravings if we do the work to understand why we think they're bad, why we have them. Those are all beliefs that you have stored. Another big one, especially in the keto community, I shouldn't be hungry gosh, we should be hungry. If we're not hungry, that's not a good thing. Your body is built to show you hunger as a way to tell you it needs more fuel to survive. It's that simple. We have that mechanism built in for a reason. So if you are worried, like, I shouldn't, why am I hungry right now? I just ate. I ate plenty of food. If I eat more, I'm going to gain weight. Why am I hungry? Again, this is something that you have stored now in your subconscious mind as to what's wrong with hunger. You have some sort of belief that hunger is bad, and you need to understand more about why. You need to go through that process in order to replace that with hunger being okay. Because again, I've said this plenty of times on the Keto for Women show, and I'm saying it again right now, but it won't sink in. It won't actually make a difference until you've uncovered that past belief. So me saying that it's okay to be hungry is going to go on deaf ears until you're ready to take in the new information because you've done the work to uncover that belief that you currently have. And last one I'll give you as an example, I don't deserve to eat well, to lose weight, to feel good, to be healthy, which I think a lot of you don't even know that that's something that you're holding on to. For some reason, somewhere along the line, you have come up to believe that you don't deserve things. And this keeps you from 
it keeps you stuck. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. And this is the reason why I have a whole podcast called Unstuck. It keeps you stuck. And that is something you don't even know you're carrying around. So you have to do this work so that you know and believe that you do deserve to have everything you've ever wanted, whatever it is you want. You deserve everything in the world, including being well, being healthy, losing weight, getting fit, whatever it is, you deserve all of it. And again, a lot of you don't know that that's something you're carrying around until we do this. So let me go over real quick. I'm going to sum up the process because there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of homework from this episode. First thing, what made you stop eating intuitively in the first place? Get out your journal, answer that question. The answer to that question will then show you some of the beliefs that you have stored in your subconscious mind. From there, we work to change that stored belief to one that encourages your intuition to come through, while also recognizing that what was there is not true. So those are the steps to take. And then the three ways to instill a new belief in place of that old, untrue, harmful, no need for that thing belief to get a new one in there. The best ways are through repetition, experience, and a person of authority. Again, repetition, experience, a person of authority. That is how we can get some new beliefs into our subconscious mind. We can retrain it. We can reframe it. And then doors open up. Massive, massive doors open up in all areas of your life. If this seems like something that could be going on with you, whether it be with food, diet, weight, health, or with money, or with love, or job, career, family, whatever it is, same process works no matter what it is. But I would encourage you to, of course, go over and listen to the Unstuck podcast. Be a part of the Empower Intensive coaching calls because this is when we can do the work and kind of go through this together. And then also my new course that is currently in beta testing right as we speak, and they just went through this whole process. So I know for a fact that this stuff works, but uh, that whole class, the Unstuck Project, you can be on the lookout for that as well, coming in January to everybody. And if you are interested in any of those three, if you want to go beyond just looking at the physical body, the physical things that you need to change to get what you want, feel better, be healthier, whatever it is, whatever your goal may be, all of that that I just said, go to seanminer.com slash mindset. And this is where you will get more information about all of those. But really, it just takes work. Like, I want this so badly for you all. I've done the work myself. I know that it is hard. It took a long time. It takes a lot of energy, honestly, and really doing some deep diving into yourself. And it may be things you're not ready to see, you don't want to see, you don't know are there. And it's hard and I get it. And it can be very emotional, but the life beyond that is so worth it. And I want that for you so badly, which is why I'm making this 
a huge piece of my business now because there's something missing for you all. And I want you to explore that. And I want to be your guide on that journey. So no matter what, whether it's a podcast, this podcast, whatever it is, just explore, just be open to exploration. That's what I will say. All right. We'll stop there next week. Like I said, we're taking on the second piece of the intuitive puzzle, which is that a lot of you don't even know how to connect to your body. Either you lost it along the way, you never had it, which you had it as kids, but we lost that. And we haven't had that connection to our bodies in a long time. And so now when I say, just connect to your body, connect to your intuition, what is your body saying? You're like, I have no idea. I don't feel anything. So that will be part two, which will be out next week. So take a look for that. And until then, have a great one. Bye-bye.